Welcome to this podcast from Greater Boston on WGBH2. It is one in a series of interviews with authors conducted by Greater Boston host Emily Rooney. Our podcasts are made possible through the generous contributions of WGBH viewers and listeners like you. Thanks for joining us. And now, here's Emily. Deidre Imus has been a force behind urging pediatric hospitals and schools to use non-toxic cleansing products. She has her own line of green cleansers where 100% of the profits go to the Imus Kettle Ranch for kids with cancer. And she has a best-selling book, Growing Up Green. And Deidre Imus is here. Welcome. Thank you. Pleasure to have you in town. Happy to be here. I love Boston. Oh, yeah, we do too. (laughs) As I was going through this book and looking at all the points you raised, it it, it suddenly struck me that really what you're saying is let's try something different. I mean, just in the last couple of decades, we've seen such an increase in, you know, cancer rates for children, autism, allergies, asthma, all these kinds of things. And it seems like there seems to be no instant medical cure or, frankly, even cause for them. Let's try something that may be... A common sense approach. Right. I mean, the book came out of that, working with all these sick children with cancer and autism and allergies and all these different chronic illnesses. And we, we found that most of them are triggered by environmental toxins from our food, our air, our water, everyday products that we use, like cleaning products, of course, baby products, baby bottles, baby shampoos, um, you know, all these different things, building materials in the home, um, carpeting, etc. So it's, it's everywhere, these toxic exposures to our children, and children are more vulnerable to them. And, of course, we're seeing the results with the epidemic um, levels in mm. these uh, children's illnesses now. I mean, people can go crazy trying to, you know, detoxify and green everything in their house. I mean, w- where do you suggest somebody starts? Great place is with your children's food and even uh, start with one thing so that you don't get overwhelmed because it, be- it can become overwhelming. And I, and, and, and I think it's important that with all this information that you start with one thing, a cleaning product or a food if you're not doing any organic foods. Start with maybe a food that your child eats every day like your child loves apples. Well, mm-hmm. make that apple an organic apple so that your child already the difference. It's a huge difference because your child then not being exposed and eating an apple that's been sprayed with pesticides, which frankly is poison. You know, they're neurotoxins mm-hmm. and um, carcinogens in those conventionally grown apples versus an organic apple. Well, you know, because you go into the hospitals and into the uh, schools, I mean, half the stuff they're putting on these trays is absolute junk. It's, it's mortifying. It's not even yeah. close to being, right. I'd rather have an apple that's got some toxins on it than some of the stuff that they're, I mean, so how do you, how do you approach these great, vast sort of bureaucratic um, cafeteria style. Well, we are making progress, and, and we have been successful through the Deer Dramas Environmental Center for Pediatric Oncology because we greened over there at Hackensack yeah, right. University Medical Center. That's where the greening the cleaning program came out of. We've now greened the cleaning in hundreds of hospitals and schools, uh, you know, any public space or public buildings, and we have a greening the cleaning national greening uh, greening schools campaign as well as the greening the cleaning. But we go into schools, help with their food programs getting rid of the toxic cleaning agents, um, teach them about integrative pest management so they're using the least level of toxicity with pest control because that's a huge exposure. Mm -hmm. Children spend 80% of their day at schools. That's a lot between the food, the the dead food that they're eating or the junk food and all of those exposures. And we can easily eliminate those exposures. And that's what I'm really trying to teach um, parents and schools to do is simple ways that you can immediately... Um, adapt healthier practices because now it's possible and it's cost affordable. In fact, you save money as well as I like 
to tell people it's natural health insurance for your child. Well, what about the organic argument, though? I mean, there's no question that organic is far more costly than regular junk food. Yes, in, in most cases it is. Um, there are some stores now, though, that they're more cost competitive. But I think what you have to do is prioritize then. Pick the foods that your family, make a list, do a menu every week. Pick those foods that your family's eating the most and make those organic. Also, I, I, I show you the top uh, dozen foods of fresh, of fresh fruits and vegetables yeah, that right. are the most heavily sprayed. Go through that list of those Pick the mm -hmm. ones that your family eats a lot of and make those organic, and then it is affordable, and it is realistic for everyone to do. I was surprised by one thing you said in here, and that was about fish and dairy, which you don't recommend for young children. Well, no, I'm not militant on any of this stuff. <laughs> um, fish is a problem because all fish are contaminated. Now, there's um, some fish that have um, more contaminants than others. You hear about mercury in fish. Mercury's in all fish. Mm -hmm. Uh, some fish happen to be fattier fish, so they, they're absorbing more of the pollution and the toxins, but there's mercury and lead, uh, other heavy metals, PCBs, dioxins that are found in our fish. Um, and frankly, our fish, aquatic life, and animals aren't any healthier than we are as far as levels of toxicity mm -hmm. in the body now. You know Is that, that the same true with the farm-bred fish? And, uh, f uh, yeah. farmed fish are even, even worse, worse. Yeah. because what they do is first of all they're living mm -hmm. in a you know crammed space yeah. uh, force fed and they also put a lot of antibiotics because mm -hmm. the fish are living on top yeah. of each other so of course they're they're passing germs and diseases a lot easier than in a natural you know environment mm -hmm. in the ocean so anything farmed is a lot more harmful because they're going to add a lot more antibiotics and chemicals to the water that they're mm -hmm. in uh, and same with dairy. I say with dairy, if, you, if you're going to feed your child dairy, make sure that that's organic. Because if it isn't organic, then there's the hormones, the antibiotics, the dioxins, the pesticides that are all part of the process of, you know, that come from the cow mm -hmm. that, that, that end up in that um, jug of milk. I, I worry. I mean, this generation of people having young children, it seems so neurotic as it is. I mean, they're just so obsessed about the kid and the environment and, you know, they could go Really, go crazy with some of these. Right, things. and you don't want to because um, you want to do one change at a time. I mean, you know, I don't believe there's small changes. I believe there's single fundamental changes that we all need to do. But you don't want to get stressed out because stress is, is, is a killer and it's harmful. <laughs> exactly. So that's just as bad. Obsessing. That's a toxic exposure, stress. So rather than becoming paralyzed by the information, start with that one thing that you can manage and then move to the next thing. All right, I've got the green sprayers. Yeah. And they smell great, so much better, Right, too. and it's a great place to start. <laughs> All right. Deidre Imus, Growing Up Green. Thanks Thank a lot. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this podcast, one in a series of interviews conducted by Greater Boston host Emily Rooney. We invite you to watch Greater Boston weeknights on WGBH2 at 7 p.m. and again at midnight. The program is also available through Comcast On Demand.